Hey beautiful and welcome to Goddess Girl Talk where we get raw, real and regal with our expression, with our intentions and with all the ways that we show up in our feminine leadership and today we are going to be having beautiful Goddess Girl Talk with Hope Jemima. Hope is a feminine embodiment coach who works with influential women who are struggling with unresolved trauma that shows up as anxiety and have a desire to deepen their connection with their feminine. So this is going to be such a powerful conversation around masculine energies, feminine energies, and how we can really show up in a new paradigm of authentic feminine leadership. She guides women in a mentorship program called Pleasurably Grounded Confidence that you are going to hear more about throughout our chat. And I look forward to you continuing to connect with her. Welcome to Goddess Girl Talk, Hope Jemima. I'm so grateful that you're here and that our powerful community is going to have the opportunity to receive from you within this session of Goddess Girl Talk. Jessica, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to get on this podcast with you today and synergize our energies, co-create something of value for all of your listeners. So beautiful. Share with us a little bit about your intention, your vision, who you are as a creatrix, and what it is that just really speaks to you from your soul. Yeah, ooh, that's a really, really beautiful opening there. Um, so much to think about with that. And so I'm going to begin with who I am and what I do. So my name is Hope Jemima and I'm a feminine embodiment coach. And what I do is I work with influential women who are struggling with unresolved trauma that often shows up as anxiety in their lives to have a deliciously deeper connection with their feminine, to find freedom from destructive cycles and to harness their feminine creative genius. But what I am truly passionate about is ushering in a new paradigm of authentic feminine leadership. And what's really interesting is most people, when they hear feminine leadership, they have this kind of masculine idea of what leadership is, like the woman on top and everyone trying to work to lift that woman up. And feminine leadership is really not about that. Feminine leadership is different. It's compassionate based. It's recognizing that there's a leader in every single person and we all get to be lifted up together. And also when it comes to feminine leadership, I always tell this to my clients is, when you're committing to feminine leadership, you are basically saying, I allow my feminine energy space. I allow my feminine energy to lead sometimes. I'm not only leading with my masculine energy, I'm also allowing my feminine to go first. And so that's in a nutshell what feminine leadership is for me. And my work has been all about helping women get over false feminine paradigms that might cause them to have unresolved trauma and anxiety so that they can be truly free. Mm, so juicy and so so uh such a deep chord with so many of us uh, in the goddess girl talk community masculine and feminine awareness consciousness um, and evolution is massive with what we do because in the business world it's definitely a paradigm as you mentioned that is a little bit uh, upside down, whether it is, you know, leading, not knowing how to lead from the feminine, being afraid or having a wounded masculine, and then really desiring that balance and not really knowing why they're stuck. And it being because of that lack of awareness around the energies and honoring them when it's their time to shine. And I love really creating that balance. So you mentioned that, you know, how that awareness and embodiment of our feminine can 
really have us push through healing certain traumas and experiences and, and releasing those, that anxiety within us. What does that look like for you in your process? Or maybe give us an example of how we can identify with if that lives within us or is a potential for us to kind of evoke or pursue in our journey of healing. Yeah, totally. Um, I would love to dive deeper in that with you, Jessica, and your listeners, because anxiety is really at the very core of it with all of my clients. What I find with anxiety is basically your true self saying what you're believing about yourself is incongruent, right? And it's, it's what your, the beliefs that you have are not true to who you truly are. And so in my practice, I try to challenge women to like, let that anxiety truly serve you in showing you where you have believed something that is not true about yourself. And so that's where this whole idea of unveiling and releasing false feminine paradigms came up is I began in my coaching practice to realize, wow, like the real actual core issue as it comes to anxiety is these false belief patterns that women have taken on perhaps through society or through generations or even in their family unit. And you know, when we were younger, we were just these subconscious beings and we came into this world that is very masculine dominated. And a lot of us, that became an imprint on our subconscious. And so my work with women is all about like, you know, and, and why I go about it from a feminine perspective is the subconscious is this feminine realm. It's that realm of our dreams. It's the realm of our feelings and our emotions. And, and it brings up those triggers when, and, and it's letting us know that, you know, what, what we're believing is incongruent with who we are. Mm -hmm. And so actually once I got through to that core for women, it's been a huge break breakthrough. Like it's been just like really, results driven because now I can basically get on a call with a woman and within one hour get to like the main core belief system that is causing her anxiety. And some people would refer to it as laser coaching, but for me, it's really, um, I call it a core feminine breakthrough session because it's almost like we're looking at your anxiety and then we look at your belief system and whether that belief system is actually truly serving you in this moment. And that's a little bit of a subconscious process. It, you know, actually in my calls, you know, I would have women breathe. I would have women, you know, get into their feeling state in order for us to do that work. And then we, we really get down deep into like where that belief system came from, how it served you in the past and how it's not serving you anymore. That's why it's causing you anxiety. So that's, that's, Part of the process that I go through with women, um, as it relates specifically to anxiety, we do a lot of different things. Like we go into like feminine presence and like womb work and, you know, relationship mirroring and how to take our power back from situations that have not been serving us. But at the very core of it is, you know, this soul retrieval where I'm holding space for women to retrieve pieces of their souls that they might have lost through unresolved trauma or, you know, just being and existing as a feminine in this society and, you know, or even things that they might have picked up from their family and really returning home to their true soulful essence. Mm. <laughs> 
Beautiful. <laughs> I just want that to like sit and soak up delicious space. Nice receiving. So wonderful. I, I hold so much compassion and acknowledgement for women who every woman, whether it's in this lifetime or in our ancestral trauma or it, no matter who we are, we have an essence within us that is craving this healing. Even if it's on behalf of women as a, as a whole, we all know this deep, deep, deep desire to retrieve those pieces, as you mentioned. And what I acknowledge most is how we continue to show up and play so full out in our lives, whether it looks like in relationships, in creation, you know, in waking up every day and being powerful women who do have pieces of their souls lying around in a million different places and yet still so full is really beautiful to see who we are and what our potential is and then to imagine what's possible when we are retrieved when we are complete when we come from a full cup when we are doing the work and aware of all the areas that we do deserve healing not need healing but deserve healing in a way that will have us wake up and show up for us first uh, and and in that receiving mode so that we can then show up for others that much uh, or that more powerfully is is remarkable. We're, we're remarkable. And so I'm, I'm so grateful that you are a catalyst for women experiencing that for themselves. And, and yeah, and even for any woman who's listening, who's like, that is so me. And I have so many things on, on my plate that it's as if I don't have time for this work. I imagine that it's just the most nourishing you time is the most nourishing receiving. It's the most nourishing way to amplify your desire or c capacity to give. If giving is what you see as, as who you are and what you're here to do. And, and for, you know, any creatrix women who are here, who are in the process of building and find, if you find yourself getting stumped by certain things, by concepts, by ideas, by moments that are requiring you to up level, then this may be shadow work for you to, to tap into, to cause that, you know, to cause that epic growth that happens in a moment. Like you said, I, oh, I loved how you mentioned it. You said uh, feminine breakthrough sessions. Is that what you meant? What, what? Yeah. Core feminine breakthrough sessions. Uh, so wonderful. Like imagine a moment like that, that in, in one moment to the next, you just have a breakthrough that absolutely radically changes your life. This is like truly the essence of this work. And I feel like we deserve to take that credit. So I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you, girl, for being this in women and the results of their life after working with you and doing this work for themselves is, is transformation that we literally cannot, um, let's say, put a price to in like an emotional sense. And yeah. actually that leads really beautifully into our next conversation around currency consciousness. So you were mentioning in our chats that this is something that came to you. I, actually, I'm going to paint the beautiful picture of <laughs> Naima on a hammock at Lake Huron 
having this download around currency consciousness. So share with us a little bit about what this means to you and what it is that as women ready to create and serve, this can represent for us. Yeah, Jessica, and, and thank you so much for that beautiful visual and that beautiful opening. And because I really believe that that is how I truly access my creativity is if I am like on a lake next to water on a hammock and I just really allow myself that time to just be that time to just really relax but take that relaxation very very deep so that it's really rejuvenating and that's when i begin to access those real creative codes in my life they really be it, the creativity really begins to come up and i i began with that because it's really about my radical um commitment to resting and taking that solitude time because of this society that we live in that is so very go go do this get 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 consume 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 and i have basically said to myself um i'm actually going to very <laughs> every few days take blocks of time to just go out and be with nature so that i can truly receive and in that moment of deep relaxation, so I basically feel the relaxation and I just allow myself to go even deeper into it. And it's almost like this deep well that I'm nourishing myself with. That's when I really begin to feel my creative essence. And so I'd love to share that with women because it is through our restful states. It is through nurturing that beautiful um, space of receiving and receptivity and, and loving yourself enough to take a break that we access our creative genius and our creatives and our creatives, like you mentioned. So as I was doing that this weekend on a hammock by the lake, watching the sunset, it was a beautiful sunset. Um, these real, this real information about like the currency of consciousness began to come through for me. And for me, it was almost about, you know, really beginning to shift my business systems from very, um, very like, you know, how would I, put it how would i word it in a way that is not diminishing of the masculine but just you know very book smart right you know so there's all of these people who are very book smart but they might not have the experience to match the book smarts and that's a very masculine model where we are learning from like reading rather than experiencing so the new feminine models that are coming through right now is women now being able to access those pieces of wisdom that they may have received from the experiences and realizing that that wisdom has a value that wisdom can be used as currency within this new model and so the currency of consciousness was me coming down to myself and saying what is it what is that deep wisdom that i may have had through like overcoming traumatic experiences or you know like i said having feminine breakthroughs how can i recognize the value of them package them in a way that i can offer it to anyone and everyone who is willing to receive in my currency of my consciousness my transformation and so really beginning to to um 
understand that the shift that's going on in our economy is also a shift that is going on within the currency of consciousness. We now have this great opportunity to recognize that within women is a deep, deep well and wealth of wisdom. We all have so much wisdom that we may not have felt that we had the opportunity to express or to share in the past, but now it's almost as though the roof is off. And we now have this great opportunity with the internet to share and to be and to express our souls in a more profound way. And so it's the currency of consciousness is taking these, these soul gifts and these soul wisdoms that we have had through our experience, allowing that to merge with the book smarts that we might have had and really beginning to bring something that is balanced and of value within the masculine and the feminine as an offering for you know currency as an offering for work as an offering for creating an abundant life amazing i love um one and and this will segue beautifully into first acknowledging our masculine and and having that awareness to say okay it's time for my feminine to lead wonderful and what's possible, what the impact is of our feminine, as you mentioned, in abundance, in creation, in making room for creative expression and downloads, that is something that does come from a different part of our expression, a different part of our soul, as we would say, a different part of our brain, right? And so to honor that and say, you know, it's, it's okay to lead from this new way of, of, expression or leadership as feminine leadership is is really yeah it is putting away everything that we know especially if you are from the western world and have checked off the boxes and gone to school and gotten your degrees of whatever and then find yourself not using them yeah and then saying you know what okay i'm it's okay i'm okay i am not attached to let's say using this but i am committed to being in service and whatever facet that looks like for me and my expression. Amazing, right? How great it would be to just to shift and, and release. And I find that, so there's a distinction that I love and that I share with my clients, which is uh, attached is something that we find ourselves experiencing stagnancy in. So I may be attached to use these credentials or attached to this certain model. We kind of mentioned attached to time and a certain structure versus committed to the end result. So committed yeah, to wow. that my goal is outside of all those paradigms that have me with expectation, right? So yeah. to be committed to living a fulfilled life and not attached to how that happens or not attached to my credentials and then therefore open up so many doors and, and paths that otherwise wouldn't be available to me if I was really just narrowed into, again, checking off those boxes, whatever that those boxes are to me. And when it comes to the creative process, you don't really know what the boxes are because you're, you're testing, you're in this playground of seeing what you love, what you don't love. And in, in my case, or in the, let's say the business framework that shows up all the time. I'm, I always say, you know, as long as you're branding, Okay, I'm retracting. As long as your brand pillars, as long as what you stand for is authentic to you, then that's never really going to change. I can say sensuality is important to me and it doesn't matter if it's today or two years ago or five years from now, 
sensuality will always be important to me. I know I've done the work to know that that is a core principle for me. So regardless of what my branding looks like or what my message is, sensuality will be a pillar that backs me up. However, what it looks like, what it sounds like, what the offering is, what the bundle is, that, those are things that change. That is the masculine that will evolve. That is where you get to play with your creative expression. Things like, and then things as, let's say, uh, flat as like an Instagram bio. I actually spoke about this recently. Or yeah, like your physical branding aesthetic. These are things that literally can change overnight, right? Your, your core, let's say, idea is this beautiful breakthrough session that you have if today or sorry, over the weekend, you had this breakthrough around, you know, currency consciousness and you wanted it to lead your entire, your entire program and everything. You're like, this is my new thing. Then yeah. beautiful, right? You, you could have never planned for that. At yeah. the last week. It was only after this breakthrough that if you chose to be committed to it and not attached, then you would have all the freedom and flexibility to approach it. And so I feel that when we have that strong foundation around who we are, what we stand for, then when you make changes, you don't start to question your identity because you know that this is actually the truest form of your identity. Yeah. One that is evolving and one that whose purpose is ever evolving as you grow and express and evolve as well. So I love this uh, as a concept. And then in that process, yes, is honoring and healing and and embodying the masculine in, to a certain degree and saying, this is the structure that supports my my feminine creativity and flow so that I, I'm not aimless, uh, yeah, aimless in my, in my direction so that I do have clarity around my direction and yet uh, feel like I'm still in control. I still get to wake up one day and say, this is how it's going to go and not feel the pressure of a structure. So what do you feel like that's been like for you in your creative process, creating or finding that balance between your feminine and your masculine to say, this is my output. This is what I want to receive. And, and therefore, this is the way I want to go about it while honoring myself. Maybe a day in the life or, yeah, your mindset around approaching that balance. What would that be like? Yeah, totally. Um, you know, I love everything that you shared there. And I just, I love the great perspective that you've provided about, you know, how you can weave that into your, your business and your branding. And those examples that you gave of branding even just gave me some good creative ideas. So I'm really um, grateful for your perspective on that as well. And, you know, we were talking about this, Jess, even before we got on this call, is that there is this big misconception within feminine embodiment that feminine embodiment is all about the feminine. And that's not true. And because the truth of the matter is a lot of people are so connected to either the wounded masculine or the wounded feminine, right? Which is the wounded masculine that is very go, 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 um, doesn't take any rest time, you know, consume, consume, consume out there where we, we go out there to find our needs and our wants and our desires. Whereas the feminine is very receptive. She is you know, almost like she's, she's kind of like this placeholder. She's the creative energy and she is all about, no, I actually get it from in here. Like my energy, my essence, my creativity, my worth, my worthy, like my abundance, my wealth, it comes from in here. It comes from my soul. And so we are in this world of duality, right? So I love to position it as though, you know, yes, we do have this very physical body, but what makes this body move is our souls, our consciousness. And that in itself is 
the masculine and feminine balance being demonstrated to us just by being alive. So it must be essential to our existence that the, both the masculine and feminine get to dance together within our lives. And so when the feminine is not balanced, basically she doesn't get anything done. She might go into like seasons of emotional imbalance where it's like either like sitting too much in one emotion, not allowing that emotion to move. Um, and, you know, basically not a lot gets done. It's a very beautiful, rich, creative space. But without the direction of the masculine, right without the without the masculine going that's the goal that we are heading towards then women would never get anything done and so for a lot of generations women have been lost in the wounded feminine where you know these almost like women have this um lack of relationship to money because it's just so that wounded feminine that feels and and that's okay to feel that you 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 are to be taken care of and there's not really much being being um asked of you but also you know like the masculine has there there is a space to be played and a role to be played with the masculine and i do believe that the real true empowered feminine comes through with both of those aspects working together so i loved the expression and the example that you gave towards business because for me it's almost like i have to allow you know even the reciprocity that's the only way a business works is if i offer up my creativity i have an end result in mind right which is a very masculine thing in order for me to allow the reciprocity of currency to really begin to move and have a cycle within my life you know here's what i creatively offer that is that from my feminine that is that masculine result that i'm looking to get what is the reciprocity from us to dance within those two energies and so you know in my in my program um my mentorship is actually called the pleasurably grounded confidence mentorship so it is a companion series to this uh to the podcast that i have as well but you know the pleasurable piece is the feminine right and it's it's that creative space it's that present space it's that recognizing that your wealth and your worthiness is really coming from who you are on the inside from your soul and your soul expression and the grounded piece is almost that like masculine model where the the, the masculine gets to hold space right and so it's the masculine actually you know his highest um you know, his highest honor is to serve the feminine, is to provide a protective, comfortable space for the feminine to explore all of those different aspects and shades and corners of herself for her to really creatively explore. And it's the masculine that enables the woman to feel safe in that sense. And then the confidence piece in my program, that's why I call it the pleasurably grounded confidence program is because once that pleasure piece and once that grounded piece come together within women, whether that is, you know, getting in touch with their sensualities and working through limiting belief systems, you know, really diving into their subconscious without fear, you know, learning the tools to be able to face the fear of the unknown, whatever that looks like 
the end result is the confidence of your soul expression. And for me, that's what confidence is. It's being able to express authentically who you are, authentically what you are here for, because each and every one of us came with this specific gift that we are offering to humanity. And so, yeah, you know, this program, like I said, is it's a lot about like that soul evolution, that soul opening for women. And the masculine is such an integral piece to the puzzle of us coming back into wholeness. Feminine empowerment does not mean that we negate the masculine. Um, feminine empowerment means we are allowing ourselves to be radiant enough and we are recognizing our worthiness enough and allowing the masculine to provide a, a protective space for us to really truly explore that and feel sovereign enough to be within our soul expression. I, I imagine as like an external experience as well, how many of us, so if we don't have that awareness within ourselves, also then how it shows up in our relationship with others so for example, receiving from others, whether it's men or women, um, giving to, so let's, let's identify specifically men. When you receive from your feminine and, and consciously choose to tap into your feminine and receive from a man with that idea in mind that he is evoking a masculine sense of, and a desire that you have for him to evoke that masculine sense of support and space holding as you play with your feminine and therefore, and then also surrender and say, yes, he is showing up as the masculine in these elements because there has been communication held for us to both know that we're conscious of that interaction and that reciprocity. And then also to say, okay, in this moment, I'm actually evoking my masculine and it's wonderful. And maybe he can, in this case, then tap into his feminine so that I can play with what structure looks like yes. and give from a place that feels whole. Um, it's really beautiful to think that when you do have this level of awareness, the relationships you have in your life externally start to mirror the relationship you have with yourself. And yeah. You invite the people around you to take on this awareness as well so that not only you get to experience what it's like to flourish in a group but so that they can start to play with their awareness and then you start leading again feminine leadership you start experiencing being the leader in your life and showing those around you those that you love and that you care about and that you want around you what it's like to have this level of awareness now Obviously, that is a whole other conversation because those around us is, are, are often the ones that have listenings of us that get in the way of, of actually listening and doing. But it is a really beautiful process to be able to experience what it's like to see the impact and ripple effect and transformation of those around you based on the level of investment and awareness to yourself. So, you know, I think it's so beautiful to reclaim our masculine as that space holder as the patient, I like to think of, of my masculine as the adult, you know, like my, my feminine is this joyful yeah. girl who plays and yeah. you know, she falls and, and, and he's there to just to catch her. Right. And he doesn't stop her from falling, but he is there to either catch her or to soothe her. And, and so there, it's this kind of child and parent like process. Mm -hmm. That is how I visualize it. And, and I see, that even when I look at, even when I tap into my future self, I tap into my higher self, a lot of her energy is masculine. 
she has this wisdom that's very grounded, that's masculine, and that is very present to the direction that she intends for me to go. When we call in elements like manifestation or guidance or and just really creating a vision that we desire those are all elements that are masculine as you mentioned the the end result and so when we think of this concept of where we're going and tapping into our our truth our authenticity again elements that are pretty masculine in in action in creation and so it's a beautiful process to to reclaim and say wow everything else is where I get to be feminine. And these are the elements that allocate what it's like to actually cause and affect my life, be the, be the catalyst to my life, to look back and say, I did those things, I caused those things, I manifested those things, all again, action, masculine. And I received and I played and I looked at sunsets and I, and I flowed and I fell and healed in, in the feminine in a way that was blissful and unpurposeful, but also evolving uh, along the way, really experiencing that firsthand. And then saying along the way, I invited those, those around me into my journey so that I could be held and I could be acknowledged by those around me, our, our requests and, and communication. And I find that communication is, is the key for us to experience what it's like to truly create an environment around us that where we feel whole and complete again whether it's your clients and you want to create a communication through your brand that this is these are pillars you work you stand for or it's for those around you that you love whether it's your family or friends that you're like these are boundaries non-negotiables and also joys for me that i would love to invite you into playing with then you then will look back and say it feels so good to honor all the parts of me um, in business, I love to think of that being, for example, I, I share often that, you know, 90% 90, 90 of my program is masculine because it's so results driven. And yet 90% of the process is approached through the feminine mm -hmm. and to have that awareness and then to share with someone, this is what it is. Are you willing to take that on? And is, is very masculine. It's this communication again, an awareness of what it is that I'm bringing to the table and what that end result is that's beautiful. And yet then also tapping into intuition and saying, is this a beautiful, powerful relationship we're about to start that's going to blossom into some into sisterhood, which is the, the greatest end result I could ask for. Uh, and then in, in my personal life, what, what does it look like to request from your partner to honor you uh, in maybe a morning ritual? I have, I, I recently spoke to someone who shared you know, he was so grateful that his partner uh, gave him space to have his morning yoga practice so that he could take that hour to really tap into himself, prepare his body because he did physical work throughout the day um, and not have his family dynamic get in the way of his self-care. That was, that's a request. That is communication that, that comes from, again, that external bringing Oh, I, I froze. Yeah, okay. you're back. <laughs> okay. So that external that causes us to actually design the life we love. And um, one thing just to wrap this up uh, or this conversation up in context to requests is that I, I do hear often, especially in obviously the business community, it's, you know, 
this job is is creating the life you love i hear that a lot from like network marketing let's say monet or arbon like you know create the life you love create the life you love and as amazing as that is it's, it's not the business that is going to design the life you love because you can become let's say a slave to any business right right not a, it is not that company that is going to solve things for you it is you it is your awareness it's your communication it's your boundaries it's who you show up as through how you want to cause that reciprocity in your life give and receive and and just having that awareness so that moving forward when you do make decisions for your business and for how it is you want to show up in the world it comes from a place of choice and boundaries and fulfillment and joy regardless of what facet or direction that is yeah so oh, so powerful uh so i'd love to uh hear from you on let's say a final note really what it looks like to uh, you know as someone who lives this out i'd love to hear from you firsthand what it's like to run your practice experience the reciprocity for yourself you know anything that was in your space before getting started versus now uh, as many of our listeners are starting their journey or are in the process of creating their journey um you know to to hear from a sister who has been through the process and who is actively in the process because as every process it is ever evolving so yeah you know what this journey has been like for you yeah just you know i just want to thank you for sharing your perspective and you know you have such wisdom with just how the masculine and feminine energies work within business and so i just really want to uh, appreciate your wisdom and your consciousness that you bring into this conversation based on that perspective because you know a lot of people do struggle with when they are in business because it's such a masculine model to find their feminine or you know to not be afraid to go into their masculine and be served by the masculine as well so yeah i, I really appreciate that and everything that you've shared there um you know, for me, you know, what experiences have challenged me to, towards getting into this point? Um, you know, I, you know, on a very personal level and the, the real inspiration behind this feminine embodiment um, coaching and, and the pleasurably grounded confidence system was, you know, really, you know, recognizing that I was an empath and I was in a narcissistic relationship. And, you know, that is essentially the main battle between the masculine and the feminine within our society, because the empath is very much focused on feelings and on beauty and on creativity, whereas the narcissist is like, no results only, and like everything else doesn't matter. And so I was you know, and what it was, was actually a reflection of how I was witnessing and experiencing the masculine. And I had to come home to myself and recognize that I actually created that relationship so that I can get into a deeper um, awareness and respect and play um, with my masculine energy in a way where I was not confined by it. And I loved what you shared about boundaries because boundaries is a huge piece within the pleasurably grounded confidence system. We actually go into it in the grounded part of the system where it's about recognizing your value. It's, you know, and with boundaries, like what I've, I've seen a lot online and on Instagram and with all of these um, things that these marketing pieces that people are creating is like boundaries is, is oftentimes focused on what we don't want 
what we, we, what we are afraid of losing. And it's like, why does it have to come from that place of lack? Why can't we set boundaries from a place of like, this is who I am. This is what I value. This is the wealth that I bring to this relationship. If you want me to keep bringing this wealth to the relationship, this is what I need in order for me to fully and truly keep bringing myself to the table. And so that is honestly probably the biggest lesson within the empathic and narcissistic relationship, which for me is actually not only a personal thing, but it's actually going playing out within our collective where we have this narcissistic society and empaths feeling that they're not seen, felt or heard, or that they need to negate their feeling nature, which is the feminine nature. And so, you know, just to kind of bring it back home and, and, and full circle is, you know, boundaries is such a key piece and recognizing what our value is, what our worth is and, you know, tying it back to like the currency of consciousness is that each and every one of us has been through experiences that are worth their weight in gold, just in expressing the wisdom that you harness from that experience. Because once an experience is over, once, a even, once even a traumatic experience is over, like my experience going through a narcissistic relationship and having to break out of that and having to face a narcissistic court system and having to break out of that as well is I have now this deep wisdom that I'm now able to offer up as this currency of consciousness of my wisdom to women and allowing them to use those pieces to also bring out their wisdom within their lives. And, you know, the feminine says, here I am showing up in my wisdom, and you can also access your wisdom just by seeing how I have shown up in my wisdom. And so I, I the communities that I'm building are permission-giving communities where it's like, show up in all of who you are, and recognize that you are actually giving women permission to show up in all of who they are. And it's that abundance mindset is that when I am fully shining and glowing and radiant in who I am, I'm not diminishing anyone. I'm actually giving them permission to show up in their full radiance and their glow and, and their gifts. And so, yeah, um, when it comes to, you know, the challenges, it's been really coming home to that boundary setting and allowing that reciprocity and that masculine and feminine cycle of giving and receiving. You know, I will say here, honestly, that I am a recovering overgiver and me getting into a business practice and now fully embracing my masculine and allowing him to, you know, set those boundaries in, in place where I can actually truly play um, for the masculine within me to deliver results for women in the, when they're in a space of, you know, feeling lost in their subconscious feeling, it's serving me. And I'm finally allowing the masculine to serve me. And that process happened through me really healing those wounds that I may have experienced within my feminine or within the feminine collective. And so the main message that I want to leave here is, you know, the masculine, and the feminine, they're both really important. Yes, we have been through this cycle of the patriarchy and the patriarchy has wounded not only women, but men as well. And it is our opportunity now um, as we embody, you know, as we embody both of those energies, we are the balance. So as each and every human being comes home to 
that love of the masculine and the feminine, that real true love, desire, reciprocity, and co-creation within the masculine and feminine within themselves, we are healing this divide that has happened outside of us. And so it's basically taking, releasing that battle from it being outside of us and then coming home with that and saying, I will be the balance of that play within the masculine and feminine in my life. And like you said, it's almost like it, it, the balance of the masculine and feminine doesn't mean 50-50 all the time. It could mean maybe one day the masculine is 30 and the feminine is 70. And then the next day, the feminine is the 30 and then the masculine is the 70. It's this play, it's this dance that the masculine and feminine energies are doing. And it's the great challenge is for people to just allow that dance to be what it is without feeling like they have to completely control every single part of the process, we're kind of moving into the unknown. 2020 has shown us that, and we have to begin embracing that. And so I'm just really excited for the new areas that we're moving into with consciousness and recognizing our wisdom as our true worth and as currency for us to offer to other people and help them also heal. I'm just like, Oh, so receiving like at you're just magic. I'm so grateful that we have this conversation on record because <laughs> so, so magic and honestly like everything that you are and everything you've shared is literally my massive why for goddess girl talk. It is literally that we are these beautiful fountains of wisdom and when we come together and have the opportunity to hear a goddess like yourself share such potent value. The, what girl talk means just becomes this amazing, again, like fountain of, of wisdom. And just, I'm so grateful to have received you. And in everything you shared, like I just got this clear mantra and download of what applying this awareness can be like ongoingly. And it's bits and pieces of everything we just spoke about. And it's my, my, so to state the mantra is my awareness gives me permission to state that my masculine and feminine are here to serve me. Mm -hmm. I can serve others. Amazing. Amazing. I just got shivers with that one. Woo. <laughs> nice. Thank you for sharing that download. Thank you for being part of it. We downloaded that together. That here was literally yeah. the of us coming together. It is so powerful to say that it is, it is an awareness that we must have. And then therefore a permission that we give ourselves to say, yes, it is okay to use, to, to be in my, let's say, throne and have my masculine and feminine serve me. So that I, therefore, can honor my love to give, as you mentioned, being a giver and, and it truly nourishing you to cause that transformation and be okay with what that reciprocity looks like is just like so magic. Thank you for sharing all of your amazing wisdom. I am just, I'm so grateful to be able to connect everyone listening to your magic, to experience your wisdom to have an opportunity to speak with you one-on-one, -on -one, to experience your wisdom and coaching one-on-one -on -one and in all the facets that you have. All of your links are down below. So everyone listening, 
please go candy happy with everything that is below because this feeling I have is magic and I just want more women to experience what it's like to have you in their corner because this is really again a why for me is for women to experience healing the sister wound what it's like to support and envision and come together experience like you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation not the pyramid but the women's circle where we come together and get to really glorify and acknowledge and validate each other in a way that we deserve in a way that is so wonderfully fulfilling so i see you and i appreciate you and i'm so grateful artist girl talk and I'm thank you so much for having me Jess it's been such a pleasure and thank you so much for showing up and being in your energy and allowing for our energies to play and create this podcast today <laughs> and we will chat in a bit and ladies again everything that is Hope Jemima is down below thank you so much and we'll talk soon thank you bye bye <laughs>